Hello, everybody. Welcome on in to Adam Sheik Sports Week. We're back to two episodes a week. Kind of want to focus on the Super Bowl. A big thanks to Mark Schofield for being on uh, for that episode. But we're going to keep the VCU trend going. I sat down with VCU baseball head coach Bradley LaCroix and their infielder, mostly third baseman Brandon Ike. I had a great time talking with them about the upcoming season, which starts in just a few days as of uh, in the wee hours of the morning on February 13th, publishing on Tuesday, February 13th. Uh, the season gets started this Friday at NC State. VC Rams taking on the Wolfpack for three games in Raleigh before coming back home. Their home opener at the Diamond is going to be on Tuesday, February 20th at 3 p.m. against Longwood. I'll be at work, so I'm probably not going to make it to that one. But Marymount College, the opening home series uh, over the weekend, next weekend, February 23rd through 25th. Uh, so get out to the Diamond, support the Rams. I'll be out there, hopefully see a VC flag guy out there. He was a great presence last year. Uh, and a big thanks to Coach and Brandon for sitting down with me. So enjoy the interview. And next episode, in a couple of days, we sit down with Brian Nolan and Michael Massey, a couple of my compatriots at Front Stretch to preview the NASCAR season. But I hope you all enjoy this episode and get out to the diamond, support the Rams, and can't wait for the season to start. But I'm joined today by Coach Bradley LaCroix and Brandon Ike, who uh, infielder but primarily third base, and you were just named one of the top 10 uh, D1 third basemen in all of baseball. How cool was that to kind of receive that accolade and rewarding? Yeah, I mean, it's cool, but I think, I mean, at the end of the day, it's bigger than that for me. It's mm-hmm. not about a ranking or whatever. Um, it's about winning ball games, and that's what I came here to do. So <laughs> that's well, what I'm looking forward to doing. This was last season was both of your guys' first season with the team. Uh, I guess whoever wants to go first, Brandon, coach, um, take me through that first season with the Rams from your respective perspectives, I guess. Yeah, it was – I mean, obviously we didn't have the year that that we wanted to have, mm-hmm. and we didn't have the year from a win-loss uh, perspective of what this program's about. Um, there, There's a lot of things that, you know, we couldn't control as far as injuries and – the dynamic transition of the roster with the coaching change. For sure. Um, but you, the, at the end of the day, it's about about learning and getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that we talked about it as a team in the in the fall about yeah we're gonna we're gonna you know use last year as a as a teaching tool, um, and we did that in the fall. And now in the preseason, it's all about this year. You know, it's about this year, and the players have done a tremendous job of the buy-in, working extremely hard. Um, and also, we, we feel like we've upgraded the roster from a talent standpoint in recruiting. Um, so it, it's been really good. How about you? Yeah, just to piggyback off of that, I mean, I think it was a big, like, learning lesson for us, as, I'd say, as a staff and as a team. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, the standard we have here is a culture that's – about winning and only winning. And I think last year kind of taught us a lot about who we were as a team and what we need to grow and improve on this year. So I think we're in a much better spot. Well, you played two years at UNC. What brought you to VCU in the first place last year? I mean, in-state school, great school, known for winning. And I mean, that's basically it. I wanted to come win (laughs) and win a lot of ball games and win championships. 
Well, and I know we talked about this last year, but that was for the radio station, so this is for the podcast. We'll kind of do a refresher, but what brought you to VCU from Clemson? Yeah, I mean, the opportunity to be a head coach at a program that's got a strong tradition, um, not only in producing great players, um, but also winning championships. Mm -hmm. Um, And the opportunity to go to a program where the resources and the commitment were there to compete on a national level, get into the NCAA tournament, and compete against the best. Um, There's a lot, a lot of positives here at VCU. Um, and that was one of the, the, the big reasons that I chose to come here. And take me through this past off season because, like you said, last season was not the one you guys wanted, uh, but like you said, you've been working on a lot of things in the off season. What are some of the big, the big points that you guys have been emphasizing over the last few months? Yeah, it, well, I mean, it's, it's in different phases, right? I mean, mm-hmm. the summer after the season, it's about, you know, roster management. Um, you know, players on the team from last year that we wanted to retain, um, and then recruiting new age of college landscape with the portal, some junior college guys, high school guys. Um, and then you move into the phase in the fall where it's about development, the guys on our team. Um, and we had a really, really productive fall, um, saw a lot of good things. Um, and then obviously we're in the next phase of the spring season um, mm-hmm. in the preseason. But you know, we, we did a lot of good things in the off season. Um, and, you know, I, I think that, you know, all the people out there will see the positive results of not only what the coaching staff did, but how hard these guys have been working to to put a good product on the field. Is there anything in particular you've been working on specifically or a little bit of everything? Um, I would say me just trying to be a better leader this year. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a very vocal guy, but I like to lead by example. So um, that's kind of what I focus on this year. Just kind of doing the right thing and showing the young guys the way. Well, and I got to ask too because like the diamond is so important to people here in Richmond. Um, last season was both y'all's first time, you know, with the diamond as a home stadium. What was that like, kind of playing in that environment? It's good. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's the diamond, right? <laughs> uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's um, you know, there's always you know great energy around the ballpark. Um, and a lot of that's credit to the squirrel staff and what they do for this community. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're fortunate to have a great relationship with those guys. Um, you know, I'm sure Ike being a hitter, he probably wishes the fences were a little bit closer to home plate. <laughs> but for our pitching staff, they love it. Yeah. Um, so, but it's it's been great. Um, you know, we're also excited about the new fi- future, the future, whatever that holds with, you know, a new stadium. Um, we're excited about that, but you know, it's a we have a great relationship with those guys at the Diamond. Second season with the team for both of you guys. You, what's the familiarity like? Obviously, you're you're it's more comfortable going into the second season than trying to adjust to the first year of ECU. But how's it been settling in for the second year? Yeah, I mean, it, I think it's been better, and I'll let Ike answer for himself. But I think you know we all learned something from last year, mm-hmm. right? Um, good and bad. And then now it's it's more second year. The players know what we expect. Um, you know, we know good things and bad things on their side. Um, but then also, I mean, we we brought a lot of new guys in, so there was a little bit of a transition period with you know some guys on the roster last year coming back, and then in a huge recruiting class. But and I'll let Brandon speak on this, but I, I really think that the mesh and the culture 
and the team aspect, you know, we couldn't have asked for it to go any smoother. And maybe that's because we brought the right guys in. Right. You know, um, from a from a makeup standpoint, a character standpoint, a talent standpoint, um, they for so many new guys we brought in the the way that they have come together it is it's been you know outstanding yeah um i would say big part of it is a lot, obviously the new guys we brought in but the core that we had that has been here for what well, i mean we, we got guys that been here six years yeah so i mean just guys like that i mean i think that's a big part um when establishing like a culture mm-hmm. i mean from day one and we know the standard of this program and when you have guys like that that kind of patrol the locker room i think it just makes it easier on the coaching staff and mm-hmm. it makes it easier on us because we don't have to let anything get to them we settle it well some room. stat context i guess you could say vc 25 and 30 last year uh like you said didn't quite make the a10 tournament uh but Brandon, you had you were second on. I made some notes. I'm not going to bore people with stats a lot, but second on team in average. Uh, you're tied with William Bean for uh, most games played. So I think it was 55, 55. Uh, most abs, doubles, homers, RBI, highest slugging. So, what really clicked for you last year that you're taking into this season? Yeah, I would say just having a good approach and just kind of sticking my routine every day, doing mm-hmm. the same thing. Um, Getting pitches I can hit, and then just competing, just the want to win. I feel like that's the biggest thing. Coach, feels weird asking because he's right here. But how have you seen Brandon evolve over the past season? Yeah, I mean, he's a talented player, um, and you show up at the ballpark and you see that. But the one thing is, is, is how he goes about his business, and he's very disciplined in his routine and his process, mm-hmm. along with some other guys on the team, um, and. He, he has a plan every day when he comes to the field. Um, and when you have the talent that he has, but also the discipline and the, the process-oriented mindset, um, those guys usually are successful. Well, and you guys had some huge gains last year. Brandon, you in particular, uh, five hits, five runs scored against South Florida. You almost hit a cycle against Fairfield. Uh, take me through some of the biggest moments for each of you guys respectively last year. Because I was at a bunch of the games. I think it was – St. Louis that you guys played that rain moved up doubleheader against late in the year. That was a lot of fun. You guys had the walk-off in the second game. Uh, what were some of the biggest moments for y'all last season? I would say for me, probably playing behind Mason Delane in that two-hour ball game. <laughs> I mean, what, did he give up one hit? Yeah, against New Jersey yeah. Tech. Yeah. Um, I would say that's probably up there. Um, you don't get to see that often. Yeah. And then I would say some of the walk-offs we had um, – Cooper had a couple. I know Griffin, Boone had a couple. Mm-hmm. Just moments like that just kind of stick out to me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think anytime a walk-off is special, and we had quite a few last year, St. Louis, Richmond. Um, Delane's performance on the mound against New Jersey Tech was phenomenal. Um, and, you know, our South Florida trip to Tampa, you know, it was a really offensive weekend. Um, and some guys had some really good weekends, including Ike there. Um, but overall, we had some we had some good moments. Um, and the guys, the one thing about the guys, <clears throat> you know, especially the guys who returned, um, you know, I think on the position player side, you know, they never quit. They mm-hmm. kept competing, even though really our back was against the wall. Right. Um, and that's that's a great learning lesson. And you know, I think that it made us all, you know, tougher, and it made us better 
for what we're going to do this year. Take whoever's listening to this through some of the off-season additions who you guys lost and what the team's going to look like this year. Yeah, I mean, obviously we got a great core back of guys, you know, with, with Ike and Benzen and Bean and Erickson mm-hmm. um, and a couple other guys, you know, Jake Tilgis, uh, Ethan Brooks, Griffin Boone. Um, but we added some really good players. I mean, another guy that's going to play a lot this year that didn't play last year was Aiden Hill, yeah. um, who's having a really good preseason. Um, and then, you know, we added some guys, um, you know, Ethan Iannuzzi, is a was a D three All American grad transfer from Randolph Macon, mm-hmm. um, really good player. Casey Kleiman is a JUCO middle infielder slash catcher from California, who's a really good player. Um, Anderson Folk has had a really good preseason. He's a junior college left handed hitting outfielder. Um, and then on the mound, I mean, we we added a lot of good pieces. I mean, we've got Everett Vaughn, who's a transfer from High Point, who's a local guy mm-hmm. who has really taken a jump. Um, Nick Cosentino from Charlotte's a transfer. Phil Forbes, the JUCO guy. Um, um, James McGrady is a junior college guy. So we've we've added some really good pieces. Um, but we also on the pitching staff we have some guys who've who were here last year who have improved. Yeah. Um, Brian Curley is 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 a legit arm. He's improved um, a lot. I mean, he can pitch anywhere in the country. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is really good. Christian Gordon is really good for us. You know, the key for Christian is stay healthy. You know, um, another junior college arm we brought in, Jack Hoymans, is is really good. So we're excited about the the group of of returners that we have, but also the the guys that we brought in. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. Is that basically you guys are returning the whole infield minus maybe one? Yeah, the whole or, infield's back. Okay. Um, you know, but I, I think you would see that Casey Kleiman's probably going to be in the mix there at second base. Right. Brooke, Ethan Brooks is, is battling an injury right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see if he's ready for opening weekend. But, yeah, those guys have a ton of experience, especially on the left side with Ike and, and Bean at short and third. So that makes the coach sleep a little <laughs> bit better at night for sure. Well, I was going to say, so that has to be good. You kind of got a familiarity with the infield for a second season. Not too yeah. much change, right? Yeah. I mean, we've played – Including the fall and spring preseason, probably over 100 ball games. So, I mean, we're we're comfortable um, playing together, and we know what we expect of each other, and we all play hard and expect to win. So, you guys start the 2024 season with a three-game road series, uh, NC State, and then your home opener is uh, Tuesday, February 20th, uh, with Longwood, and then uh, you guys have the three-game home series against Merrimack. So, you have three away games and then four straight home games to open the year. What are you most excited about? What are you looking forward to this most this year? I'm just looking forward to to watching the guys compete, right? Um, you know, they these guys, a lot of people don't know it, but these guys, how hard they work, how dedicated they are. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I know it's kind of coach speak, but, you know, the, the, the practice is for the coaches, the games are for the players. Yeah. You know, let them go out there and enjoy it and, 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 and have success. Um, but we're – we're excited about our schedule. I mean, it was challenging, um, and it starts opening weekend at number 13, NC yeah. State. Um, but at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. I mean, if we're ever going to achieve our ultimate goal of going deep in the postseason, most likely that's the type of places we're going to have to play mm-hmm. and the teams that we're going to have to beat. So, you know, we're, we're ready for the challenge. How about you, man? Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely exciting. Um, going down there and playing a good ball club like that. Mm-hmm. But 
I mean, I think it's just a good opportunity for us to show the country what kind of team we are, and we're gonna come out and fight, and we're gonna fight you to the end. So <laughs> that's about it. And what are you guys taking the most from twenty twenty three for twenty twenty four? Just you know, like I said, we we concentrated a lot in the off season on twenty three, mm-hmm. and in the fall a little bit, and now our focus is on twenty four. Right. Right. You know. Um, I don't think that you you learn from those seasons, whether it's good or bad. And then once you once you get to the spring of your season, you know it's it's a new year for everybody, every team in the country, every player in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not we're not really thinking or talking about too much about the twenty three season. Yeah, um, it's a whole new team. Um, you know these guys are all a year older. Um, and they've taken a lot more swings at the diamond, a lot more ground balls at the diamond than they did last year. Um, so, and they're a year better. Um, so that's that's our focus. Our focus is on twenty four. Um, we've we've looked back on twenty three. We you know got better from twenty three, and now we're on twenty four. Yeah, yeah. Um, just kind of piggybacking off of that. I mean. As far as me and I think our whole locker room is in the same place. I mean, 23 is in the past. I mean, it happened. We learned from it. But we're focused on today, going out and having a good practice, and then just the process, just that mentality, getting better every day. Yeah. And then before you know it, we'll be on the field. And there's annual showcases like the home-and-home with UVA and the series against U of R, which we just had the basketball game against U of R less than a week ago or about a week ago. So what was being a part of those like? that first season and are you guys looking forward to those rivalry games for this year? Yeah, it's great. I mean, anytime we get to get on the field and compete, it's great. But then you throw in the home and home of UVA where, you know, we get to pack the diamond out. Yeah. And, you know, there's it was six, it was indeed. six to 8,000 people there. I mean, yeah. what a great experience for our guys. What a great time to, you know, experience the diamond and VCU. Um, and then any – Anytime you play your your city rival, um, and especially winning the series and walking them off the way we did, mm-hmm. you know it's it's a, it's a great feeling. And and you know we we go out there every game, no matter who we're playing, you know trying to win. Um, but those games are special. Brandon, what was that atmosphere like your first season? Definitely cool, you know. Um, <laughs> but I think it's also great for our team to play in environments like that because. We know where we want to be in June, and mm-hmm. we're going to have to play in front of 10,000, 15,000 people. So I think it's good for us to play in front of people like that and just kind of use those games and build off it. And, yeah. Well, Coach, Brandon, thank you guys so much for taking the time. Appreciate it. Looking forward to seeing you all at the Diamond this year. Okay, thank you, sir. Thank Absolutely. You. And again, a big thanks to Coach and Brandon for joining me. A big thanks to David Collins at VCU for helping set up that interview. Looking forward to being out there for the final few basketball games of the year uh, and doing some more interviews around the world of VCU athletics. So stay tuned for all of that. And I'll talk to you guys next episode. Michael and Brian join me to preview the NASCAR season, talk about some prevailing storylines. And we'll see you guys in a couple days with that episode. The Daytona 500 is this weekend. Always an exciting time. You got the duels on Thursday. Uh, You got the truck race on Friday, Xfinity on Saturday. 
Saturday Cup on Sunday. Looks like we might be battling some rain, but we'll see about that. But the Daytona 500 right around the corner. Football season might be over. I was disappointed. I would have been disappointed with whoever won the Super Bowl. Uh, as a Seahawks fan, I don't like the 49ers. Can't root for them. Uh, and the Chiefs are just kind of tired of them winning Super Bowls and going every single year. I want some unpredictability. But Daytona right around the corner. We're already turning our focus to that. So stay tuned for some race coverage on Thursday. Thursday.